Well, good. Let me see. Good morning. No, ep- yeah, afternoon. Let me see. Yeah, just afternoon. <laughs> Hi, folks. This is it. You know, I, I confuse you with all the different times. Um, Andy Kimball oh, no, right. of the Andy. Uh, hello, Amanda. Good, good, uh, good, good evening. It's eight o'clock there yeah. in the evening. It's <laughs> yeah. afternoon here. Greetings to all of our listeners around the world in all fifteen countries where we have followers and listeners. We want to welcome everybody on board this afternoon on the Andy and Amanda program. We have a fun show today. Uh, we're yeah, going to they- cover a lot of news. We have some special guests, including we're going to try to see if we can do this. As you as you know, Amanda, I think it was uh, in the last show or the, or the one before, I mentioned yes. that we're going to try to reach out and, and go to where the powers might be and see if we can contact the former president, Richard Milhouse Nixon. And, um, Ooh, yes. Yeah, and, and we're going to, you know, we have a clip of our efforts in attempting to do that. Um, and we're going to try and, and we'll do, you know, we'll, we'll see if we can play that, if we can find that clip. If, if, they, if they allow us, we're going to uh, reach out and, and contact uh, the former President uh, Nixon to get some, wow. of his, some of his reflections on what is occurring in the world, what has occurred in the previous election on Donald Trump and a few other things. But um, we're going to see if we can make that happen during this show. So don't go anywhere, folks. Stay, keep your dial tuned right here on the Andy and Amanda program. It's Friday, March 5th on the Freaky Friday. What do we call it? Free-flowing Freaky Free Friday. Free-flowing Freaky Friday, baby. Yes. All that, all <laughs> that good stuff, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how you doing, Amanda? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Uh, let, me, let me look. Yep, what? I'm here. What? You need you need I, to look? I, I, <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Andy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a sensitive uh, subject. Okay, that's fine. We can yeah. bypass that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know, we have a, a guest coming on board a bit later in the show. We have... Um, uh, actor by the name of Olivia Basket, who's going to be joining us and talking about her career and what she's been doing and some of the movies she's been in, what's it like to be on set, and all these fun things that we've been talking a lot about in various episodes of the Andy and Amanda show. Yes. Uh, and um, it's always it's a fun so conversation to talk about Hollywood, the it's film Hollywood. business, television, yeah. the music <laughs> business, all that stuff. Modeling, yeah. not modeling, you know, all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. I don't do oh, much modeling, in all honesty. You know, I'm, I model in the bathroom, you know, in front of the mirror to see how good I look for the day. That's about it, really. Well, you, you know, I keep bringing this up, but, you know, I was going to uh, do a modeling session in the, in the mankini that you made me buy, but I took one look at it, as you know. Yes. I felt <laughs> even embarrassed. Andy. I felt embarrassed even in front of myself to, to try to put that on, so. <laughs> The Antkini. Oh, the, the, I know, darling. I would, you know, I would feel just as bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I looked at the piece of string and it just didn't seem to <laughs> become <laughs> me in my own mind. I could be wrong. No. You know. It, 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 it's it's great know. for flossing, I hear. You know, you can floss with it. It's, yeah. That's it, it, useful, right? Ab, ab, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you, know, you, you know what they say. You know what yeah. they say. I do. What do they say? I've always tried to figure out who they are. You know, well, they, well, that's what they say. Well, you know what they say. Has anybody ever correctly identified who they are? I don't know. You know, I mean, it's like a secret society. I, I would love to know too, Andy, in all fairness. Mm. I think we should try and mm. find out who they are. I, these are the kind of things I think about. Yeah. You're a deep you thinker, know? like myself. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Well, say, Andy, what's on your mind? And I, yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> who they are? And they're like, what? Who? You know, they, they, who, who was, who was? Yeah. Who are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, know, we don't. You know. I think they're good questions to ask. I think they're healthy questions to ask. I think it well, just gets be, that, that, that brain ticking a little, you know. I have an, yeah. I have an excuse that I, that I think is the correct assumption. Wish, and I guess but. men sometimes don't know what to say. It will be a woman. <laughs> They're um, much better expression, expressing <laughs> than, than men. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. I, I, I still have trouble expressing myself, Andy. So I'm probably one of the many women who, who, who are not good at expressing themselves very well. <laughs> I think we've got evidence on the shows, previous shows. Amanda tries to explain the news and other things about herself, and she's like, oh, I, I, I. you know? <laughs> yes. Yes. I I yeah. I, I you, you explain the news so well though you do such a you do such a fine job. I try, I try. You know, I guess we all do. We all have our moments, and uh, that's but what makes you us live, human. And you live in the suburb. You live a couple hours. You're, we're talking to Amanda Love, by the way, folks. And for those of you who didn't know, I'm in the United States. Amanda is in the UK. Uh, this is our 260 some month show. I forget. I don't know whatever it is. Uh, we have never met, and our show coordinator who coupled the two of us. Hmm. Yes. I like the way that sounds. Couple the two of us. Um, <laughs> uh, the yeah, three of us. My internet never husband. Met. Yes. Yes, my internet wife. I refer to you. Yes, my internet wife. But you were you were in the suburbs of London. Is that would would that be correct? Kind of correct assessment. Like you're in a suburban area. Uh, I I am in a suburban area. Yes. Um, it's hmm. not because I, I, suburban I that, women love me. Please love me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, Trump. Okay, it's okay. Yeah, that's, she's just reaching out a little bit, you know. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, you're you're about two hours outside of London, and that's uh, right. Um, yeah, I'm just you're Hollywood, California, where it's a beautiful <laughs> sunny day today, gorgeous day, another beautiful oh. day in Southern California, Hollywood. Oh, beautiful. I'm jealous. <laughs> it's still gray here, Andy. Gray and cold. What's going on? Oh man, you know, you gotta, I know. You know, that's going to change. It, you know, it, it's. It, I'm it's, relying you know, on the sunshine in my heart to see me through. It could take, you know, it just my assessment. <laughs> the one time I was in London, it just takes a really. I mean, it was just rainy and and gray, and but you know, I had a great time. But I was wondering. Yeah. I asked, how long does it take, and how do you? How do you survive in that environment when it's like cold and rainy every day? And I asked the question. You know, this takes you know, years and years and years. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love those clips. Yeah. yeah you know. Hey, Amanda, hey, what's going on in your neck of the world? Okay. I will share with you, my darling. So, um, so let's, let's just start with COVID because, yes, it's always there. Um, so on the last show, I talked about uh, six people here in the UK having the Brazilian coronavirus variant and how one of those six people hadn't been located. Well, panic is over. They've now located and made contact with that person. And as yet, no location has been publicly given out. Their contacts have been traced. So they're making great progress with this. Um, again, they are concerned. There are concerns over the effectiveness of the current vaccine that it will have with this new variant. Um, but as I mentioned last time, they have said that the vaccines can be altered fairly easily. And I do believe they are working on that as we speak. Um, and the government are also facing the court case 
here in the UK regarding uh, the contracts for coronavirus. So what happens is the government make all these deals with private companies to source us with like the protective equipment for, um, for the pandemic and everything like that. So uh, the House Secretary, Matt Hancock, he's under fire for not publishing details on these contracts within 30 mm. days of them being signed, um, which is an illegal thing. So, you know, many were pre-approved due to the urgency of the pandemic, which is understandable. So we'll see where that goes. Um, the other thing making news is Meghan Markle, um, and I'm sure it's news there in the US as well, with her also being under fire about um, Buckingham Palace officially investigating claims made by members of staff being bullied by Meghan whilst being an active royal here in the UK, uh, supposedly driving out two personal assistants. Um, uh, the claim was leaked in an email which was reported by the Times newspaper in the UK, after which the claim was taken seriously by Buckingham Palace and actions to resolve this have been made. So um, Meghan is reported to have responded to these claims feeling saddened on this latest attack on her character. I do feel for her because the press over here have been savage with Harry and Meghan and um, I don't agree with all the abuse that was thrown around in all the uh, tabloids and made their life a living hell. So I'm not well, you know doing it. They've already announced they're going to do it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I know, right? I'm just, I'm not surprised they ended up moving to uh, California to get away from it all um, for mental health reasons. And, you know, as Harry said in the video with uh, James Corden, that he had to do the right thing for his family. So I admire them both for having the courage to step away from all that and do the right thing. That and, means uh, they can do anything they want. Yes. Apparently so, and he's going to explain all that on an Oprah Winfrey show, I believe, on Sunday, which should be an interesting watch, alongside Prince Harry. So I hear there's about 17 other countries that have applied to air rights for that. that Wow. Yeah, I know, right? That's a big thing. Yeah. Wow. Looking Um, forward to that. Yes. That's fabulous. He seems to be making some small progress as well. Uh, it was reported. I'm glad that to hear he's, that. He's what would you say last show? He was ni- 90, 99 99. or 90, 99. Yeah, yeah so my yeah. good. And he had a, a, a heart procedure of some sort that wasn't defined. I'm sure nothing too traumatic or invasive at his age, but he had some type of uh, heart procedure done and recovering from that. And yeah. at 99 years old, you gotta you gotta wish him all the best. And man, that's just it's good good for him. And, you know, hope yeah. he hope he gets out of there and goes another 10 years or whatever it might be and uh, yeah great, great, I hope so. uh, that he's hanging in and he's so so well uh, adorned by so many we've got um an, also a formal investigation underway due to one of our uh, labor party councillors um named jamila azad claiming on social media to have had a vaccine by a private care doctor when the government has said that vaccines are only having this supposed vaccine from a private doctor and then saying they were going for a takeaway afterwards. And so uh, that didn't go down very well. And so she's taken it off Facebook. And, yeah, unfortunately, she's been suspended. But, you know, it's, it's going against the law to have it done by a private doctor. It should only be given out by the NHS. So there's a lot of concern about that. So, yeah, an investigation is underway. So mm. we should see what happens there as well. So that's, well. Uh, yeah, that's some... A bit of useful information from the UK, I guess, um, depending on how you want to perceive that. It could be useful to you, it could be not. You might think, what a load of crap. <laughs> I don't uh, know. <laughs> uh, you, you, you know. I think what you just said is very important.
Yeah, very. <laughs> Thank you. I do. Yeah. Well, I just, yeah, very important. You do um, your best to pick out the things, you know. You know, um, here, um, oh, there's always exciting things going on here with. Uh, now we have uh, Cuomo, Chris Cuomo, not Chris. Um, Governor Chris is the commentator on CNN. That's his brother Andrew Cuomo, governor of New York. Um, allegations about uh, harassment and you know inappropriate sexual uh, conversation, and uh, hiding the uh, number of people that actually died in nursing homes because it's now alleged that uh, or what, what his former aides have come out and, and said in a re- recently released report is that uh, during the pandemic when, Com- uh, when the governor Como was yeah. on television almost nightly uh, and was commanding more authority and more respect than the president of the United States in his handling of the coronavirus in the state of New York, that um, he uh, said, well, look, if somebody uh, in a nursing home gets uh, infected with coronavirus, goes to a hospital, has been infected, then they, then they absolutely, by law, must be readmitted back to the nursing home. And, uh, and many, many, many more people passed away. Many more people died in those nursing homes than mm. he reported at the time. I mean, a significant number more wow. to, to okay. uh, degrade the uh, mortality rate of the yeah. COVID virus uh, in that population. Um, and uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, the, you know, he, he was, you know, I kind of feel a couple ways about it. I kind of feel regarding... This is just this is just me, you know. I, as you know, I've run businesses before and communications, and had a lot of employees, and and I had amazing relationships with my employees. No, don't take that the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't Andy, I swear. Just friends, you know, friends, and after a while, you pal, you go out happy hours together and drink, and yeah. and some we had, you know, you kind of, you know, guy, girl, especially single at the time, and you're out and you're hanging out, you're in the office all the time, and you flirt back and forth and say things. I would, if this were, if this were. God, if that at that time, if I and, and and my friends who were employees, my colleagues, but they you know they were employees, but we were all friends, you know, I didn't even call them employees, you know, they you yeah. couldn't do this without in my opinion, when you run a business and you bring people on, you can't do it without them. They are the key, they are the, what makes it happen, they are the front line. You couldn't run your operation without them. And and I worked for them because I'd I'd sign their paychecks a week to make sure they did the best job they could and make them all happy or else I couldn't own my business. So yeah. you know, they weren't you're employees and you'll do what I say. I mean, here's what we do, here's what our company does, and here's we're all yeah. on this mission together, we're all on this team together. Um yeah. and and we're all you know, uh, and most of the time it works out really well. But if some of those conversations could have been recorded that we had back then, um mm. You know, um, when you could say things back and forth and have some fun. And I know you're kidding. You know you're kidding, you know. Uh, you couldn't do yeah. that today. Yeah. And, and, and to a point, you know, or, or, if, or if a girl says something to a guy, and in my case, it was more, believe me, you know me, but it was mu- not me yeah. as much as, as a girl saying something to me that may have been interpreted as, hey, you know, hey, that was inappropriate. Yeah. Hey, you know, you know. Um, <laughs> I, I would have been in, in the headline news. I would have been fired. I would, my business would have been closed down. My, my, you know, it's almost, yeah. you know, and I'm not, I'm not giving a pass. I'm not saying it's okay to be inappropriate. Believe me, I am not. I'm just, it's just, I just wonder where, at what point, I don't know, if somebody says something inappropriate to me, I say, I'm, that's, I don't appreciate that. That's not okay. And then they know it's not okay, and please don't do that anymore. Okay, all right. I know where to draw the line. I don't have permission to go there to say that. I won't do that again, and I apologize because yeah. I didn't mean it that way. And, and you know, that would, wouldn't that be okay with you or, or no? 
Well, yeah, it would. Obviously, it depends in the context of what was said, obviously. Uh, I mean, I, we're living in a time now where everything is so much more focused. Um, mm-hmm. You know, everything is, is, is pushed onto social media now, and the whole universe exists online. And because of that, the whole focus is online. And, of course, there's, there's things building with uh, sensitivity and um, people abusing each other, and it seems everyone's level of sensitivity is increasing. And it's understandable considering the, the direction the world is going in right now, obviously. Um, yeah. But I think we're getting to the point where we're reaching extremes in so many cases, and it's hard now to separate what is valid. Um, I mean, everybody's truth is valid, but what I'm saying is it's hard to separate um, the facts and the fiction where everybody's kind of jumping on the same boat and saying, okay, well, this change is coming to effect. Now we need to push a little more. Now, I mean, give an example. Um, there's the, the whole politically, politically correct way of expressing a snowman and I say that should be called a snow woman. You know, I was mm-hmm. always raised to call it a snowman. I don't see any offense in calling this thing that we're building with snow into a snowman. Yeah. Hell, make it a woman, a clown, whatever you want to make it. That's, that's totally I, I cool. Just, I mean, I'm a very liberal, very, very progressive thinking guy. I, I am, and I understand, and I'm all for, I've got two daughters that are just very, you know, uh, you know, the younger daughter is very on the cause of gender identification and, 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 mm. and, and they versus he, she, you know, they is appropriate, blah, blah, blah. And I, I it's fun to tease her about that, but, but, you know, in, in, in jokingly, but, um, yeah, yeah, I've had like people, you know, say things to to me in the past, which might be interpreted uh, differently today. For example, here here's one. Here, you know, here. You absolutely, if you play golf, if you play tennis, or whatever you do, you have to make time for sex. Like an employee comes <laughs> up to you and says that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what do you do? Yeah. You know what I mean? I well, say, you know what? Yeah. They say, Angie, you know, you've been um, seems like you've been under a lot of uh, whatever lately, and um, you know, it just. You know, no time for sex. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't, I mean, I wouldn't take offense if somebody came up to me and said that, you know, in, in a no. really, like, friendly kind of way. You know, I, I, I've seen your struggle. I, I can see how tense you are. Maybe it's a good idea that, you know, you connect more with your partner, you know, make that special mm-hmm. time. You know, I wouldn't be offended by that at all. But, um, <laughs> hey, we're going we're gonna to take a, a, a quick message break here from our friends over Kona Beer, which I buy uh, cases of at Total Wine and keep my refrigerator stocked. Uh, and then we're going to uh, do... Um, we're going to see if we can contact uh, Richard Nixon, and we're going to bring Olivia Basket on the show, so you don't want to miss that, folks. Hang in with us. We'll be right back after this message. Dear Mainland, aloha. My brother and I know all about your to-do list, but have you also considered making a to-don't list? Like, don't forget hang time with your ohana. Don't forget to step outside every now and then. And don't forget the big wave golden ale. So maybe you make a to-don't list today, yeah? Put it on your to-do list. Good one, brother. One life, right? Maha, Longboard Island Lager, and Big Wave Golden Ale from Kona Brewing. We, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I, I, was, I was talking to myself. I was talking to myself. Oh, okay. My apologies. But I'm back. But anyway, I was just saying that, that I was, um, um, every time I go to Total Wine, which is, a, I heard Cornell, our show coordinator, told me that they've got one there and where he is on the East Coast. And 
I didn't know that. I discovered it here in California. But anyway, mm. I can live there. Every time I go to the back with the refrigerator section where you get the cold 12 packs of beer and I look at all the various beers I could get and I keep going back to Kona beer. I keep, you know, it's, I, my refrigerator is always stocked with the variety pack. There's so, there, it's a great, great beer, Kona beer, folks. And, uh, yeah, and we don't, we don't just, we, we have nothing. And believe me, we, we, we encourage people to try Kona beer, not because we play their messages on this show, but because we truly think it's a great beer. There's a lot of yeah. good beers out there, but definitely, definitely try Kona. Hey, um, we're going to um, try something here if we can do it. We're going to make an attempt. We're going to make an attempt to try to reach out. What time is it here? Okay, we got, we got okay, 23, 24 right now. We should be able to do it. We're going to try to reach out and contact the former president of the United States of America, Richard Nixon. We're going to try to do this and uh, see if I get a couple words in and... Uh, let me see if I can tap Donald Trump in here somewhere and bring him into the conversation. Okay, Ruben, okay let's, let's cross your fingers, Amanda. I'm not sure if this is going to work or not. We're going to give okay, it I'll concentrate real hard. Cut. Focus, focus, focus. Hey, I'm focusing. I'm focusing. Oh. Anything yet? Mm, no, it's not coming through very strong, Andy. We are trying to contact the former president of the United States, Richard Milhouse Nixon calling Mr. Richard Nixon, former president of the United States. Come in, come in, Mr. Nixon. Mr. President, join the Andy and Amanda program. Entering. We've been expecting you. Thank you, thank you. It's a pleasure to be in contact with you and welcome to the Andy and Amanda show. We're looking for former president Richard Nixon. Let's bring in Mr. Donald Trump, Richard Nixon. I think I, I'm, I'm feeling your presence. I'm feeling your presence. We're going to start this conversation with Donald Trump. Thank you, Mr. President, for joining us. Donald Trump may be the greatest of all time, greatest of all time. He is the best politician. He's gregarious. He loves it. He's warm. Could I ask you, Lou, when you say the greatest, does that include Abraham Lincoln and George Washington? Edward Kennedy was the best politician of the three. And if I get in here just for a minute to Mr. President Andy here from the Andy Amanda Show, what do you think it is about Donald Trump that makes him rally all these folks the way he does? Yeah, it makes him appear like a goddamn animal. Yeah, I can agree with you there. Uh, do you agree with his assessment that he, in fact, was the greatest president maybe of all time? There's no question in my mind, the three greatest politicians, active politicians, were Theodore Roosevelt, Franklin D. Roosevelt, and Lyndon Johnson. Nobody else but the presidents was in their league as political operators. Thank you. If I get in here just uh, with one more question during this uh, segment, Mr. President, if you'd be so kind. I know you probably have a busy schedule. Um, what is it do you think that, uh, that was in Donald Trump's mind that, that created the impression to him that he'd be able to away with inciting the mob on January 6th at the Capitol. He believes that people that are subordinates uh, carry out what the chief wants. Okay, and do you see this as a, as a positive characteristic of a president of the United States? Listen, I don't want a president who's warm on the outside and warm on the inside, too. And what do you think Trump, uh, Donald Trump uh, thought that Mike Pence's role might have been during the ceremonial counting and officiating of the Electoral College ballots on January 6th during the congressional session. 
a vice president, a member of the cabinet, a member of Congress who is a member of the president's party. He should always consider that he is dispensable and should do what the man wants uh, to carry out the policy. Because otherwise, the man's got to get down there in the rain. What happened to Richard Nixon when Eisenhower was president? It'd be bad for me. Uh, wouldn't matter that much, maybe, to the country. What happened to him could be disastrous. Well, thank you very much, former President Richard Nixon, for joining us. Our, our, our gracious appreciation for your appearance on the Andy and Amanda program this afternoon. And we look forward to connecting with you and speaking with you to get your assessments on what's going on in the world again in the near future. I think the record should show that uh, this is one of those uh, spontaneous uh, things that we always arrange whenever the president comes in to speak. And uh, it will be so reported in the press and we don't mind because they've got to call it as they see it. But in our part, believe me, it is spontaneous. You are here. I am here, also joined by my co-host, Amanda Love in the UK. Thank you. Yes, we are here. To uh, say goodbye to us. And uh, we don't have a good word for it in English. We'll see you again. And I want you to tell this to your children. And I hope the nation's children will hear, hear it, too. Thank you very much for those wishes, Mr. President. And yes, our radio show, as a podcast, is being distributed around the world on various channels. We're, we're doing our best, and we'll look forward to reaching out to you again real soon. Thanks again, Mr. President, and good day. Oh, my goodness. Wow. A conversation. That was powerful. With, my goodness. A conversation with the former president. We, we tried to reach out, I know, we, at, at no avail and failed to contact Elvis a while back. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, don't, please don't say Elvis. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I almost hit that button. Oh, my gosh. No. Caught in a trap. No. Hey, uh, so I, I'm going to, we're going to, uh, we have a special guest with us today. Yes. I can hit the right button here. You know, I'm fumbling around all these switches and boards and keys and mouses and all that stuff. Uh, we have a very special guest with us joining the Andy and Amanda Freaky Friday Free Flowing, whatever this day is called. Uh, um, her name is Olivia Basket. Olivia, are you with us on the Andy and Amanda show? Yes. Yeah. Hey. Hi. Hi there. Hi, Olivia. Hi. Hello. Oh my goodness, it's so good to put a voice to the name. <laughs> yes, it is so nice to hear you. Oh, <laughs> thank you. How are you, sweetheart? I'm good. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. Absolute pleasure, is it, Andy? It is. Olivia, it is a pleasure. I've, I've heard a lot about you, and I've seen some of your bio, thank and you. you've been doing some film work, and um, and you're you're from and living in the Philadelphia area, am I right, or or... So, so I, a lot of my work, yeah, so a lot of my work is in the Philadelphia area. I went to school there for a little bit, but I am on the East Coast, but I currently live in, like, the Lehigh Valley area, so it's just about an hour away from Philadelphia, not too far. Oh, sounds beautiful. City of brotherly love. Yes. I don't know yes. much yeah. about Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Uh, it's a great area. Uh, Olivia, we've talked uh, on the show off and on. Uh, as a matter of fact, the way, in, in a nutshell, um, uh, this show was originally um, a kind of a, 
an idea that a guy I knew named, by the name of Lloyd Booker, I don't know if you know Lloyd or not, but mm-hmm. he's an actor, does a lot of work in Philadelphia, and we, we met on mm-hmm. set doing a pilot in Philadelphia um, oh, wow. that, that depicted the, the entire business of how and why and what does it take mm-hmm. for one to become successful in the acting business in the entire industry, yeah. as seen through the eyes of an emerging actor, just out of the gate. How does it all work? What, you know, could have been a school. Here's how you do, here's how you right. do that, folks. And here's what goes on behind the scenes. But we made a uh, kind of almost like How I Met Your Mother, Seinfeld, mm-hmm. uh, Malcolm in the Middle kind of show, that kind, that kind of program, uh, and just right. turned what could have been a school into a, into a television episodic about the acting business. And that's how Lloyd and I met on the set of that show. Um, mm-hmm. And then we became friends and started, you know, talking about different ideas. And, you know, fast forward, the show evolved and, and Cornell came into the scene and Cornell introduced yeah. Amanda mm-hmm. and I. And, and, and yeah. 200 and some odd episodes later, here's the Andy and Amanda <laughs> show. But the whole show came to be as a result of, of people meeting on the set in a TV show. Incredible. Yeah, isn't that something? I met Cornell through the um, film I did, Hollywood. So it's so interesting how this is all coming together now. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it is. It, it, it truly is. It, and we've had we've had uh, you know Mark Lester on the show. He's going to be joining us again later in the month. Who played the uh, uh, the part of Oliver? You remember the movie Oliver, the '68 oh, nice. film? So? Oh no, I don't more. think I've seen that. Not yet. <laughs> oh, Oliver's a bro- oh, you got to see Oliver. Oh my God, it is it's a amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'll watch it's- it. I'll put it on my my list. Oh, Please it's do. One of those old school movies, sweetheart. You know that I I was because um, I'm a lot older than you. I'm ashamed to say. Sorry, but yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, so I, I grew up watching it. And his uh, background, his, you know, he watched it and so many times, like myself. And yeah, he was. This, this child star in that movie and we were both like we were talking about it saying oh wouldn't it be amazing to get Mark Lester on the show and yeah he, he blessed us with his presence and it was amazing wasn't it Andy it was just incredible oh, it sure was. incredible yeah yeah, we were yeah it, was, uh, it was great <laughs> so uh, 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 oh, Olivia so tell neat. us about what you're doing about the movies you've, you've, you've done and, and what's happening in your life and, and, and catch us up yeah yeah. Yeah. So, with now with things as far as COVID goes, it's been kind of hard as far as maintaining projects and just the whole acting world right now is a little difficult with the pandemic coming in. Um, yeah. But so I had a film I was working on, Mulatto. Um, Tony Devon's in that. Catalina Ariel, Tim Durham, Tim Durham mm. film. Um, yeah, really, really great movie. We had to put that on hold due to COVID, but we will be filming it this month. So we're getting back into filming, which is exciting. So I'm looking forward to that. So you guys will have to look at that. Oh, yeah. Um, and really... Yeah, it's going to be a great, great film. So I'm working on that currently. And then um, so I'm on a TV show called Recipes for Love. It's written by Teresa Warwick. Uh, Tony Devon is in that as well. He plays my father. He's an amazing actor. I'm not sure if you've heard of him, but Cornell knows of him. He's, he's great. Yeah. He worked on Hollywood as well, yeah. So we're currently working on that. We finished the pilot's done, and we did the first official episode of Recipes for Love. So that'll be airing very soon. Yeah, it's so exciting. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So far, that's what I have in the works, though. You know, as 
COVID is kind of passing through the world. <laughs> where, oh, no. I mean, some stuff is on hold, but we're going to get back into it, and everybody's just trying to stay positive and stay afloat with, with the you work industry to. right now. You yeah. have to. Hey, Olivia, we have somebody in line who wants to say hello to you. Oh, sure. Hello? No, hey, it's not, I mean, I always want to say hello to you, but... <laughs> oh, definitely. What's hey. up, guys? Hey, Thomas. Hey, hey. How you doing, boy? What's up? Oh, I hey, think Olivia. I recognize this voice. Hi. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Thanks for coming on the show. I'm good. We have to stop oh meeting like gosh, this. Oh, my gosh, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did Andy say? We have to stop meeting like this. <laughs> Definitely, man. Please. We all what I say is what I say. <laughs> yes. Woman, Definitely. man. Thank you, Thomas. Yeah, we did it. Yeah. So how are you doing? I'm so good. How are you? It's nice to hear you. Oh, I'm truly great. I'm maintaining, you know, you know, day to day living life. Right. Oh my gosh, of course. How have things been since Hollywood? All of that. Well, actually I've been Maybe that's a question you should ask China. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I think we should ask China. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, actually, this this is what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, you know, with the Andy and Amanda show, a great show that, you know, I've been doing other things, but this is like my passion right here. And, you know, oh, that's amazing. I love being around these guys, even though they get on my nerves, but I love them. <laughs> I remember that morning. I have been expecting you. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Definitely. I don't want to interrupt your interview and everybody, guys. I got to go. Olivia, oh, thanks for coming you. on the show. Of and course, Andy thank and Amanda, you. Yes, you're welcome. Well, I know you know. I am Dracula, and I welcome you to my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be catching up with you and bugging you later then, Cornell, all right? You know, seeing as we're yeah, annoying you. Know, because, you know, later, as soon as I get over there, tick, 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 tick. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Andy, miss you, man. I miss you too. Aw. I miss you too. Tick-tock, 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 tick-tock. Yeah. I noticed how you changed that very quickly. That means he's lying, Olivia. Well, guys, I gotta go. Take care. Have a good one. Enjoy. All right, sweetheart. Bye. Good to see you. Thanks for joining us. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Of course. Thank you. Bye-bye. Aw. He's so sweet. Oh, that was great. Yeah. That was a Cornell oh. Butler, folks, who put this whole show together. And, uh, Absolutely. Yeah, he's good. He, he, he hates to be called our boss, but he kind of is. We, we, we yeah. Have... yeah. He keeps <laughs> us in check, you know, making sure we're doing yeah, our job great. properly. Yes. <laughs> and we yes. actually annoy him, so that's great. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Olivia, tell us what, what, what parts yeah. do you play? What, what parts do you, do you, you know, they sometimes they say people can get, Typecast into playing specific typecast, roles. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then there's then there's actors that say, well, they're character actors, and they they they'll just go over the board. One day they're doing a comedy, the next day they're doing this this uh, this detective, and they play the detective. The next film they're actually playing the bad guy in the detective film. And the next right. day they're you know. So wh- where do you see yourself in terms of of what you like to do, as opposed to maybe what you've been doing? Where do you want to go? So give give us like a background of what. What roles, when you went into the business and you've actually done film work, you've been in movies, you've been on set, um, uh, you know, the roles that you got are the roles that you got. Where, where do you see yourself going? What do you like to do? Are they the roles you, 
you know, you, you can really get a grip on and, and portray those characters as opposed to what in your head, where you really want to go in this biz? Yeah, that's a great question. So I first started off in the film industry. I was usually typecast from the age of, usually the teenage age to the early adult. So I've been playing like 16-year-olds through early 20s. So I usually play somewhere like in a family kind of show or movie. Um, I usually end up playing the daughter. <laughs> so oh. I play like the daughter role in the family. Yeah, I, I love it. I love working on like family type TV shows and movies. I think it's great. Full House was one of my favorite shows growing up. Oh, nice. So wow. I love being able to work on a show that's like that now and kind of portrays the same thing. Yeah. But um, for as far as schooling, so I actually went to school for theater my entire life. So I grew oh up doing mm-hmm. roles of various sorts. So I've done, you know, a lot of theatrical work like Pantalone, all that like stock character stuff. But I've played, you know, different roles. Like, yeah, I actually did a short film recently where I was a detective. And then I'm Ooh. working on the film now where I'm playing, you know, a 16-year-old girl. And wow. then I'm working on another film where I'm playing like a, an agent who is like a, a head of a dance company. So right now, luckily, I've been blessed that my work is, you know, it has variation. And I think that's, that's great. It's what I love. I love being able to play different characters. And I love the variety of the, the acting work. It's my favorite thing. Sometimes when I go into auditions, I never even know what I'm you know, auditioning for, and it'll yeah. just be something different out of my realm, and I love wow. that. Wow, it's, it's a that's passion. so it's cool. It's a passion. I, I, I get that. I get that. Do you know, um, do, uh, you, thank do, you. You, do you feel um, like one day you're playing, a, you know, a detective and you're then doing something else? When, uh, how, how, do you, how does one as an actor dive into effectively, the effective portrayal of somebody mm-hmm. who you're not? How does the process right, happen? Right. How does that work? So for me personally, I usually just try to, a lot of how I was at least trained for film was kind of going off of just raw emotion. So usually when I'm on a set or I'm in, in a rehearsal, I would try to use, you know, any kind of past experiences or just life experiences to try and you know, dive deep into that character. So, for example, with the TV show Recipes for Love, I'm playing a daughter who's in the family. I have my own story. I'm going through, like, a, am getting a boyfriend, and I'm, you know, arguing with my dad because of my boyfriend. So it's real-life scenarios like that that have happened to me that I've yeah. kind of, like, channeled into all of my work and those experiences. I know a lot of actors do the method acting, which is um, as far as the rehearsals go for, you know, their roles, they would actually put themselves in that kind of specific state, like in the real life. Like if they were an agent, they would go out in the world just on their daily life and, you know, look for clues anywhere or something like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, A lot of people, a lot of actors will do that. And I, I mean, I think it's, I think it's great. It's, for me, I personally build off of just raw emotion and, you know, what I kind of think will be that way for a certain character, you know, playing all sorts of characters. It's, I mean, it's, it's so different trying to get into all these different, <laughs> you know, kind yeah. of roles, but 
I like the business from this perspective and that when I had this, this role, which is, is on hold now for other reasons outside of COVID, but the production, this, yeah. up. anyway, it's, it's still there, but, but on, a, on a hiatus right now, but hopefully we'll dive back into it soon. Um, but I play a, a character in this where I have a, a live-in girlfriend. You know, I play this uh, musician, um. actor, some, somewhat like who just, who I am, you know, and I play this character and, um, and in the show, I have a very artsy, you know, uh, a girlfriend who's actually a right. uh, in Philadelphia, who who is a manager, I believe she is at uh, her day gig of uh, what's a restaurant called Chickies and Pete's. I don't know if you know Chickies and Pete's oh. in Philadelphia. <laughs> I do yeah. know Chickies and Pete's. <laughs> well, there you go. So she's at Chickies and Pete's, and and real quick, this whole film begins where you know I'm a background actor and I'm and we're on set and this 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 James Bond movie kind of thing is wrapping and and I met a couple of. Uh, of background actors who I am a background actor too in this thing. And, and, uh, mm-hmm. and, and I've been doing a lot and they, they're brand new. And I say, Hey, you know, I'm going to go to Chiggy's and Pete's and, you know, my girlfriend's there and hang out and have a couple of beers. Why don't you join me? And they meet me there. And then my, my girlfriend, who's actually a wannabe artist and a sculptor and painter and guitar player kind of enters the picture, very artsy kind of person. But here's the, the kind of fun thing that I like about the entire process as opposed to just doing the TV show in that, 160 people submitted to be my living girlfriend. I'm like, that Whoa. doesn't get any better. You know, imagine <laughs> that in real life. Who needs, right? who needs, who needs Match.com? Just, just go ahead and be in a movie. <laughs> Forget Tinder. No, you know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, yeah. That 160 women. I'm like, yeah, whoa. Hmm. Hmm. What's yeah. awful? Yeah. Lucky guy. Yeah, I, I guess you, I, Oh, my goodness. You know? And... Um, <laughs> So the heck with a TV show. <laughs> wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I'm I'm okay. actually a very modest person in, in real life. I you know I'm very I'm, I'm very you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know you can ask my wife whenever I came home from traveling I get in the cab and um, and uh, before I want to go home I ask the cab driver to take me where the action is. They end up picking me in my house anyway. Anyway, um, <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm sure your wife um, is happy to hear that. <laughs> you know, one, one, one time I came home, there's a guy running down the street in his underwear, and I, I pulled over to the side and said, hey, mister, why are you running down the street in your underwear? He said, because you came home early. Anyway. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> but, wow. So, but, so, uh, but, but the whole, it, it, you know, the, the, you know what, I, what I've told people, and tell me if you agree with me, and if you don't, that's, you know, tell me you don't agree. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Um, that in acting, um, that if somebody actually tries to act, literally as you would define what an actor is and what an actor does, it, you're not going to get, you have to act to be a character, you're not going to get a call back. You know, it, it's not acting. Mm-hmm. It's interpreting yes. of who the character is to the point where you're yes. able to not only not only the segment of their life that you're portraying in the actual production, but their entire life. I mean, you, you can interpret mm-hmm. who they are so vividly that you can almost remember them getting on, even though this, you're interpreting this character, this character doesn't exist. You're interpreting oh. their entire life where you can almost go back into the memory of that character the first day yeah. they got out of school must go to kindergarten and how they were in elementary school because you're, you're interpreting yeah. the entire life of that character to the point where you can convincingly portray and jump off the screen as that character, not somebody who's acting, well, hello, Bill. Uh, yeah, not acting yeah. That character. 
Uh, and do you think that, that that would be a correct assessment? Um, you know, so what, what is what makes a successful actor? I absolutely agree with that, a hundred percent. I personally, I've done a lot of character analysis work with my directors and producers of this show. A lot of the time, if I do get a role, I would sit down with the writer and I would type up, you know, like a character analysis and kind of that helps me at least personally to just dig deep into the past, the present, and essentially what the character wants in the future and their objective throughout the story or throughout, wow. you know. Yeah, so that's, that's helped me a lot. I, I've always said when I, you know, go out into auditions or even when I get a role that it, it definitely is about that interpretation of the character. So, yeah. you know, it's about how if I were in this situation, you know, how would that make me feel? And yeah. like I said, it's using those raw emotions of just, you know, your day-to-day life of what would the average person do in this situation. So I definitely think it is about interpretation. That does help. I mean, um, there is such thing as overdoing it on, you know, as far as acting and auditioning and being in yeah. films. I mean, I've, I'm sure we've all seen it, you know, somewhere in a movie or a TV show. You can just tell when it's not you know, yes. true to the script when an actor is yeah. not being true to the script. So, yeah, def- definitely. Do you know, I, I've often thought, actually, that looking at um, actors and the many roles that they have to play, that it would make them one of the most compassionate people in humanity. And my reason for yeah. thinking behind that is because you are having to put yourself in other people's shoes all the time, consistently mm-hmm. moving from one area to another and, and the whole spectrum of life and so in my eyes, I see actors in that sense, that they, they are compassionate and that they have the ability oh, yeah. to adapt to other people's feelings and thoughts. And so in my eyes, actors are great people because, you know, they're like, <laughs> they're, you know, that may sound like I'm, you know, just trying to sit here and you know, no, praise, it's and praise you. You know, I think, it, you know, yeah, yeah. That's, that's my thoughts. I'd like to, I'm like Andy, I tend to think quite deeply about things, so... You know, yeah, yeah. seeing that in humanity and all the job roles that we can have in life, um, as Andy says, in the human experience. Or, no, was it? Was mm-hmm. it we call it, Colin? The human career. That's it. The human career. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> that, you yeah. Know, yeah. That because you're able to adapt that way and see people that way. Mm-hmm. That I think it makes you more understanding of other people. But it's so Another. funny you mentioned that. Yeah. I yeah. Was, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. Please continue, sweetheart. Oh, yeah. So I was talking to a director um, I'm currently working with now, actually, and I had said something along those lines that being an actress has completely turned me into an empath. <laughs> so really? Playing wow. all of Yes. Oh, yeah. 100%. So it's interesting you bring that up because, I, I mean, I always wondered if I was alone thinking <laughs> Thinking those things because doing all these different roles and characters, you you truly start to feel what they're going through. And I mean, I've had moments where you know I've I've walked off set and I still felt like I was that person. So it's it's so interesting you say that because it's like once you really dig deep into a character and you are just in it, then you you truly start to feel like you are going through exactly what they're going through and it kind of yeah. makes you more aware and sensible to just people and instances and all of that 
Yeah, I mean, I, I look at, you know, we all know um, that Jim Carrey was in the headlines going back and how oh, that one character he played really affected his life and wasn't yeah. able to separate himself from that. And I, that when I heard about that, I was like, wow, that's scary. But mm-hmm. I understood it because, um, like you, I, I don't want to say I, I have that ability. I won't, I won't say that about myself. What I will say is that I, um, I feel people on a certain level and so I'm able mm-hmm. to you know uh, take to what they're experiencing and understand these things on my own level that they seem nice. to connect with so that's great I can relate to everything that you're saying so when that yeah. happened with Jim Carrey I was like you know that it, it shook that fear in me I was like wow that's incredible mm-hmm. to not be able to separate yourself do you find that in your career and having to do that that you have to maybe do something to help you to separate yourself from the character you're trying to become oh yes oh yes absolutely Uh, uh, definitely I've gone through training specifically you know at least just you know talking with my directors and producers on the kind of the art of learning to step back you know and realizing that once I am off set it's okay to breathe (laughs) and it's okay to snap out and it's okay to just take a breath and realize that, you know, yes, I'm doing the work and it's great that I'm in it, of course, but mm. I mean, I am Olivia, you know? Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. are. I, I, I do know, yeah, I do know actors that have actually had to, um, you know, go to therapy and that does happen a lot in Hollywood. Um, oh. Actors who have gone to therapy because of the films that they've worked on and yeah. sometimes it does cause that, you know, emotional and mental stress, but um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I know my limits for sure, and I definitely think that I still still have some work to do, you know, as far as um, separating the, you know, professional acting and just, you know, who I yeah, am and, yeah. you know, once I step off set and all that. I just, I get so, I dig so deep sometimes <laughs> in the characters. <laughs> yeah. I become that's, like that's obsessed, but I think mm. it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah I, I told, I came home one time and told my uh Told my wife that I was going. You're just like you. I told my wife I was going to a, uh, seeing a psychiatrist. She said that's okay. I'm seeing a psychiatrist, a butcher, and a plumber. So, who's um, <laughs> <laughs> Rodney when you need him? <laughs> but but, wow. uh, <laughs> but um, no, yeah, because the char- you know a, a character. You know, it's funny you say that. Cause I, I'm just kind of reaching back in my head here. I I remember. A, I'm very modest. Like, have you ever done a romantic scene, Olivia? Have you ever done like a scene where you had to kiss a yes, guy or night? Yes, I have. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. I, see, I, 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 in in my own in my life, yeah, I think it's my life as opposed to somebody else's. Yeah, it is mine. Let me check. Yeah, <laughs> in my life. Um, it's got a double check. Yeah, I just had a double check here. In, in my life, uh, I'm very, very modest. Like my high school girlfriend, who we did, ended up going out for four years. We didn't kiss for eight mm-hmm. months. You know what I'm saying? So. Very yeah. modest guy here to this day. He's got turned to light. You know what I mean? So, so, so uh, I, I got called to do this scene. I didn't even have to audition for it. You know, a director called and asked him how to do this, this scene where um, I was um, drinking heavily and, um, you know, for, uh, was a recreation of the scene, actually. And I was drinking heavily and I was sweating and coughing. And, and um, a girlfriend uh, came into the room and she sees me laying there and she starts rubbing me all over and we we start kissing and then we have sex and then I 
we did the scene two ways. I die during sex, and the other one is um, you wait a couple hours, I wake up, I look at her, and I die then. So I didn't wow. know this when the role, <laughs> I had no idea. This is not me. No way. Yeah. No way. A yeah. billion years. Ain't going to happen. Wrong guy. I have a tough time doing that in real life, let alone in a movie. Okay, can we talk? <laughs> so, so, um, so what happens um, is, I didn't know this. And you know how sometimes you, you, may, you may have, have been, I, I want to call a victim of this, where you get a, a part, you're all excited about it, and they said they're going to send you the sides, and you, know, you don't have to be there for four or five days, they'll send you the sides, you have time to review mm-hmm. what you're going to do, what the lines are, blah, 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 what the sets are. And, and you're waiting, and you're waiting, and you're waiting, and it finally comes in like the night before. And you're like, come, you know, geez. Well, you know. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So that yeah. was the case. So, so I had no idea that there was, you know, I saw this scene. It didn't really say anything about having or implying that there would be mm-hmm. any kind of sexual activity in this film involving me. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, I get the sides the night before, and I'm reading this. I'm reading what the words I have to say and what happens, and I'm like, Oh my God! I'm not doing that. No fucking way. No, no, no. <laughs> no way. And I was pacing back and forth. I was, I was like, so. Oh my God! I didn't know what to do. So, Effie, let me just show up. Let me just go and I went over to, uh, to the casting office here in LA, where they're doing all this. And um, you know, I walked in and the directors there, producer, a couple people, and they said, so Andy, what? What is your, you know, thanks for coming in. We appreciate you doing this. It was kind of last minute notice, and thank you, thank you. But what is your assessment? What is your, your feel? What is your take on the relationship between the character and the, this woman? And I was like, uh, well, I, you know, I think, I think it is so, and I don't know. I play the guitar. That's my real job. You know, what, what do you, what do you, you know, what the hell do I know about? Anyway, so I said, um, you know, I think it's so intense that you don't, you don't need Dialogue. I mean, the, the intensity of the relationship just jumps, mm. and you don't need to say anything. It's just so there that the dialogue almost interferes with what's going on. And they look at each mm. other and they say, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And I said, as a matter of fact, you know, I think what you should do, I know I've got the sides, I know the lines and all that thing, I, I think you should do this two ways. Have an improv, like just do it, just what comes naturally, and then bam, mm. second time around, let's do the lines. And they agreed. So they said, what, what, are you, what are you doing for the rest of the day? Do you have any plan? And I'm like, uh, no, not, not really. And they said, well, we're going to have you come back again and do a callback. But we actually have the women coming in today for their callback. We figured if you would just stay here, if you could, then we could just do the whole thing, you know, just figure out who this, this woman's going okay. to be. And, and I'm like, wait, you want me, you, you want me, what? <laughs> <laughs> How many wow. women are we talking about here? How many women? You, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, I can't last all day here. You know, wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? But anyway, here's my, here's my my yeah. point. That, that it wasn't it wasn't so horrible. But here's my point: that during this scene when you're doing it that you dive so deeply into the character that everybody else in the room disappears. Your communication with that other character is not you. It is the character. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and, and we were going to do, you know, it was, it was a callback to us, like 13 or 14 different, you know, women who were coming in. And, mm-hmm. and, and there was some that I favored personally because I am, the character's name was Ben. I am Ben. And, 
and there's some women that I just as Ben thought were, were would be great to play the part, and they weren't coming out of it. They weren't. They weren't. You know, you felt that there was they could do more. You're, you're, right. you're, come on, just jump out of yourself, and you try to communicate with other character as the character, not as Andy. Is come on, come on out, come out. You're there. You're there. Come mm-hmm. on out, and it doesn't happen. And then you're sitting here saying, okay, cut. How come they're not yelling? Cut. How come this isn't? You know, how long are we going to go here? Right. <laughs> wow. How come? Yeah. Stop this, you know. But that was just. And what I realized is that. You know, I died in, in this scene, and what I realized mm. is, you know, I almost had to slap myself in the face to say I really didn't die. Um, this is, okay, wake up, yeah. wake up. You know what I mean? It's that intense <laughs> when, when you yeah. jump into yeah. a character. And I mean, I'm, I'm not an actor. There's, I had no ambition mm-hmm. to be an actor. I, I play guitar, and I do this yeah. show. So for me, it's like going to school and learning, uh, you know, what it's like <laughs> to do yeah. this. You know what I mean? Definitely. Wow. That's incredible. That definitely kind of, I mean, even teaches me that alone, that it's okay to just take risks. That's something I've learned throughout my acting career, that it's all right to take risks. And, I mean, to sometimes it's okay to just not play it too safe. Yeah. 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 So, so tell tell us about the the the, uh, the projects you're doing now. When when you're not, you're kind of on a on a holding pattern right now. Yes. So currently, yes. So we will be starting Mulatto this upcoming month. So in March, um, and then Recipes for Love. That first episode will be airing sometime soon. <laughs> Once we uh-huh. figure out things with you know COVID and stuff, but um, yeah. it's all wrapped up and it is ready to go. So that's that's great. Um, But, yeah, so far we'll just be continuing filming Recipes for Love right now. That's amazing. Have you been out to L.A.? I have have not. Not yet. Not yet. You've got to get out here. You've got to get out here. Oh, I know. It's my dream to get out there. It is. It's my dream to get up to L.A. There is so much much work here that – I mean, there just really is. There's, there's what, even uh, you know during COVID they have all these. They stopped everything for a while. They had a moratorium on any kind of production right. whatsoever. So, but they started easing it back in with COVID testing on the production pays for everything, obviously. But COVID testing mm-hmm. on set, the day of, every day you go to set. Um, yeah. And a mask wearing and the whole thing, and uh, um, and you're starting to see a lot more uh, production happening. Most most. Uh, most work right now are, are good. I don't know about most. A, a great deal of work is happening mm-hmm. in Canada. It's it's, it's happening in Canada. Oh, interesting. So a, a lot of times when you see, uh, like I live in an area where there's production. You 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 walk around the corner and the whole street's blocked off with production sets and wardrobe and and catering oh, wow. and you know for blocks, Amazing. you know, huge semi trucks and and lights and and the other day I was, took a walk around the neighborhood. And they're shooting something that involved like a, a like a Dracula fog scene. It was all misty and foggy. Oh my and, and the fog, and I was just taking a walk. It was a beautiful evening. I went out for a little stroll. And, um, and the fog is rolling onto the street in back of this spooky kind of English Tudor house. Uh, so I went up and, of course, peeked in. And you see all the little hoses along the ground that are spewing all this <laughs> fog. And it looked like a Frankenstein movie. And, um, and I was getting into it, you know. I was, you know, I was... Um, you know, it was it was kind of cool to see. That is cool. Yeah, it was really it was really oh, very very so cool. Neat. But you see it all the time here. Uh, but what what 
and sometimes I'll ask, you know, a, a, a production person on set if I'm just walking around because it's, it's, they're all over the place here. Yeah. Um, you know, they, hey, they're doing a, you know, a, a pilot. A lot of pilots happening now, but um, oh, a lot yeah. of commercials. I mean, doing a, there's a lot of commercial work. Oh, is there? Uh, and the money in commercials, because what they do, what they, uh, what the way it usually works is when you do a commercial. Mm-hmm. As, a, as talent, you know, there's a 13-week mm-hmm. license that they have to use your voiceover or whatever it is, uh, and then there's extra payments beyond that. And what they do quite often right. is we're not going to – we want to be able to use this piece, uh, this footage or this voiceover reel um, whenever and wherever we want to, so we're just going to buy it out. We're going to pay you $5,000 to use it whenever we want, plus an agent fee on top of that. So um, the work – that you can get in commercials is, is incredible um, here. Um, wow. And there's agents that coast to coast um, that have offices. And you should contact them if you haven't already. They're in oh, New York and L.A. Know. Yeah. It's called Coast to Coast. And, and you can get in for read. As a matter of fact, don't use my name and you'll definitely get in. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, you'll go uh, for read. And, and, and I'm sure, Olivia, they're going to, you know, this, mm-hmm. they're going to very much um, like what you have to offer and, and what you've done and what you can oh, do. Thank and, you. Um, and I'm you're in. And once you, you, you know, once you get on with them, you'll be working a lot in commercials. And what some people say, oh, commercials, you know, commercials, oh, yeah, the pitch guy, the pitch girl, oh, yeah, you know, that's not acting. Yeah. When you think about it, when you think about it, an actor in a movie has two hours or more to develop mm-hmm. their character, to gain credibility, and to gain belief, and develop that character. Right. Somebody in a TV show has at least 13 episodes, 13 episodes mm-hmm. to develop who yeah. that character is, to make you believe them in the audience that they're, they are who they say you are. They are in a commercial. You have 30 or 60 seconds, even right. less if you cut out, yeah. right, to establish who you are, establish that you have a problem that they might have, that you have the yep. solution to that problem, and at the end of you explaining the solution, they're going to rip out their wallets and buy it. You get 30 seconds to mm-hmm. do this. If that isn't yeah. a talent, holy crap, you know. So oh my uh, there's God, a lot to be said, yeah, for people who do commercials. I mean, it's, wow. you know, yeah. it's all right. It's all right. That's incredible. Yeah. I have yeah. no doubt Olivia will be out there soon enough. Um, judging from everything oh, that you've done so you. last week, you're very, very talented. Very talented. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I appreciate We'd definitely that. like to see you out in LA working, Olivia. we got to get you out here for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Thank you. The, can one see the movies that you have done? Yes, so you, um, I know Hollywood um, is available, so it is streaming on couple different platforms. I know that you can find it on Redbox, so um, it's on the IMDb movie list section. Um, you can find it on Amazon, and I believe, yep, you can rent it for, um, I think, $10 or so on YouTube. You can find mm-hmm. them there. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. People yeah. need to check that out. Check those movies out. So watch it. Yeah, absolutely. And um, <laughs> if you've got Sorry, sorry, Annika, go ahead. I was going to say, have you, have, uh, are you involved in, in New York scene at all? Do you get up to New York to do any to auditions or shows up there of any kind? I have not been to New York, no. So I haven't done any production there. 
mm-hmm. yet, like I always say. <laughs> I know yeah, I yeah. will. Um, but, yeah, so right now I'm mainly just Philadelphia-based, so that's where a lot of my work in, is in. So uh, I do have one movie that I will be working on with uh, Joshua Coates, but that's mm-hmm. in Atlanta, Georgia. So that's going to mm-hmm. be out there, which is really neat. Um, but yeah, New York, not yet. I'll get there. <laughs> uh, uh, every, every, we're going to, we're going to, oh, do you have a website or if anybody wanted to get some additional information on, on what you do and your background, is there any kind of a uh, Facebook or? Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. So I do have an IMBD, so you can search that up. It's just under my name, Olivia Basket, uh, baskets with two T's. <laughs> um, and you huh. can see all of my work there. You can keep up with my photos, my upcoming work my past work and all my current work. Wonderful. Well, fabulous. You know, um, you know I have to... I have to go out and I will not be back until after sundown tomorrow. But I'll be back. I, you know, I don't think I won't be back, but you know. We yeah, love to climb yeah. around. I, I, just, I love those clips. They just make me... No, I love it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Interesting, right, Andy? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, Shut yeah. up and drink your shit. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. <laughs> this is Friday. Hey, hey, uh, Olivia, sorry, what's your sorry. what's your preferred beverage? My preferred beverage. Hmm. I do hmm. like I do like to drink bubble tea. I love bubble tea, and I do like coffee. Ooh, but water yeah. is always good too. Like yeah, but I do like bubble tea and coffee. They're both kind of fun drinks that you can add different varieties of flavors and all that too <laughs> yeah definitely i'm sat with a glass of water even though it's a friday night for me sad oh, to nice. say but i'm enjoying my water i'm trying i try to stay healthy yeah <laughs> <laughs> 2021 right drink some water i know right it's gotta be done <laughs> <laughs> yeah the uh well uh Olivia, we're going to keep an eye on um, I mean, you sound terrific it would be great to uh to see you out here sooner than later thank you did you, have you, uh, yeah, uh, how the uh, in, injection uh, vaccines going where you are uh, in, on the East Coast there? Or is it, are they distributing them? Or have you been vaccinated or anybody you know been vaccinated there? What's, how's that going for the COVID? Yeah, so um, a couple people I know have been vaccinated. Um, I know, I, at least I hear with the, all, the statistics, all the statistics that it has been helping. Um, our COVID rates, at least over here um, in Pennsylvania, they've been decreasing, which is amazing. Um, wow. But so far, yeah, we're just going to kind of, I mean, I, it's, it's just a time-wise thing, I think. And people are still, you know, getting vaccinated. So it's a matter yeah. of time, I think, before, you know, it kind of goes away and everybody can just move on in the world. At least I, I have high hopes for that. I do. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I'm really, uh, I'm like. I must apologize for not being here to greet you personally. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, my goodness. yes, truly, truly, truly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, so. It's great having you on the show, uh, Olivia, and we want to thank, thank you, for, you. Uh, for joining us here today. And, um, and again, I want uh, to remind our audience, we, we do, Olivia, we're, as we speak here live, we have uh, listeners mm-hmm. around the world uh, chiming mm-hmm. in. That's and great. if anybody um, who can, you know, so North America wants to, to call in, ask any questions, we'll give out mm-hmm. the number now. It's 515-605-9888. Gets you into our studio here on the Coast to Coast show, the Andy and Amanda program here on the free flow and freaky Friday. I did it right. 
Um, you did it. You know, I get it. Where are my applause? Where are my applause? Come, come on, crowd. Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? you know, no respect. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, the interview is written for you. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, thank Reading you. Reading you on over here, Andy. <laughs> it ain't easy beating me. You know what I mean? You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel your pain, darling. I feel your pain. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, I appreciate it. See, Amanda, Amanda's one of the few people in the world, maybe the only person in the world who really, I feel, appreciates me because, you know, not Aww. much respect anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. that's very sweet, mm-hmm. Andy. I try. I do my best, you know. I mean, you're mm-hmm. adorable. You can, you can not. Well, you're adorable, too. Mm-hmm. 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 Am I interrupting something? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Olivia. <laughs> Let's hand uh, Olivia a bucket or a brown paper bag so she can just you know, turn the other direction and vomit, you know. Oh. Yeah. And then, you know what they say, and later I have on, no further use for you. Yes, yes, oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, is that me or you? No, me. <laughs> Story of my life. No, 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 no. Oh. Don't believe that. Don't believe yeah. that. Oh, you know, um, so, uh, Olivia, uh, let me, so do you have a significant other? I do not. I am very happily single right now. <laughs> do that, men? But. Do that? We but have this rising this is, star, yeah. talented actor in Pennsylvania, <laughs> Who's absolutely a seer of marvelous, like a seer of marvelous. I'm going to tell you, my daughter. Very beautiful. And it's not making for me. It doesn't matter how you feel, it's how you rock. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) But she she did say she's she's happily single, so, you know. Oh, I don't blame you. Let's not force a crowd onto her, bless her. No, I, I. No. 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 But listen, oh, if you want us to match make for you know who to call. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Oh, now I know. Yeah. If yeah. anybody's oh, wow. still listening <laughs> yeah. in to DM me through Instagram. <laughs> yeah, we could start up a whole new show with that, you know, on a specific yeah. day, the Andy Amanda matchmaking show. We thought about doing I would love that. Really? That would be Really? Wow. Hey, we had this idea. You know, uh, uh, we're going to do the the Andy and Amanda love show, and give <laughs> lo- Amanda love, Amanda love because and we're Thank going you. to give because we're going to give all this advice about relationships and and and, and sex and and and, and well, life and yeah. and because we don't know yeah. anything about that stuff, so we thought we'd be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> The average yes. shows, you know, just giving advice from our perspective would be a lot of fun, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think yes. that'd be hilarious. Yeah. I, I, I met funny. one girl who's very, who was very attracted to, and I, I think, you know, I was going to see if she would, you know, because it would be good to get an expert on the show and uh, <laughs> to join us in that. You know, somebody who's like a, 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 you know, like a, a therapist of some sort, and then I was told that she uh, is oh. not the one. So, and Amanda, yeah, and, then, and Amanda is the one, so it would be like the Amanda, Amanda oh. Love show. Oh, 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 oh thank you. I like the sound of that. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At this point, mm-hmm. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Are you blushing? blushing? I feel <laughs> oh my goodness! You both at that same time. That's actually made me blush now. Yes, I am blushing. <laughs> 
But we seriously, we thought about, you know, let's have some fun. Let's start another show. And, um, or maybe like, you know, maybe once a week, come on and do like a, you know, um, a conversation about relationships and, yeah. and, and, and typical and conflicts that, that one has with their significant other um, and how ways to resolve conflict and, mm-hmm. and what it means to, to be in, in conversation that, is, that, that lands as opposed to conversation that is heard. And there's right. a distinction between, and we've talked about that on the show, we've dived into that, you know, we talked about, you know, where, you know, wisdom and where that comes from in conversation and is, mm. it, when you say something, does somebody hear it or does somebody feel it? When you play music, is it heard through your yeah. ears or felt in your heart? And, and yeah. how, do you, how, do you, how do you dive into that? And, and how can you, you know, if somebody has conflict and, um, and disagreements and, um, a relationship that, that they want to go well, but it isn't going well. Yeah. But you're communicating in that relationship, but the relationship can't be the relationship without you being in it. So therefore, you're as accountable right. for that and how things land as the other person in it. Because you can't, mm-hmm. you, know, you can't exist as one. E- even, even if you were only one on the whole planet, you can't exist as one because you're standing on something and therefore you're, you're automatically two. You're related to something. You might be related to, to a person, but you're related to something. So there's always relatedness mm-hmm. in life, and that somebody would associate themselves with the relationship, with the relatedness, and how things land and nothing is heard, how much more empowering that might be in the relationship between the people involved. Anyway, moving yeah. way along. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We like getting. Oh, my yes. goodness. Yes. I hope you're enjoying so, yourself, Olivia, because, you know, I would hate to think that at this point you're like, really? She's cringing now. No. I, I, <laughs> Olivia's are thinking, what did I get it. myself into? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I genuinely enjoyed talking with you guys. I love this. Thank you for having me on. Oh, you're welcome, sweetheart. It's been a lot of fun. It really has. Absolutely. And, and we're going to keep an eye on you, uh, looking ahead. And, and uh, listen, uh, let us know when, you, when you're back in production. Things are, are looking okay. um, yeah. you know, forward again there. And hopefully we're, we're on the other side of this now, uh, COVID, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, seemingly so. We're going to go over the numbers and so yeah. forth. We'll talk about that in the news later on in the show. But um, it mm-hmm. looks like we are on the uh, other side of it now. And things are getting better. And, and uh, if, yeah. if Hollywood as any reflection yeah. on what's going to happen in the, in the industry, you know, elsewhere in the country, then we should start seeing things materialize and get back to, to swing again to whatever extent. And we, we right. wish you all the very, very best moving. Thank ahead. you. Absolutely. It'd be wonderful to have so you back much. on the show um, yeah. forever in the future to, to see how you're doing and progressing and share with everybody uh, how life is going for yourself. That'd be wonderful. Oh, I would love that. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome, sweetheart. Thank you so much for being here. It's, it's, it's been That's a blast. Great. I've enjoyed myself uh, getting to know you and, and your career, and, and you I'm sure well. our guests have enjoyed themselves, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. <so>, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and we need to make sure that you know before, uh, before you leave that just to where you are and where you're not. Wait a minute. This um, is not Kleinenberg. Just so you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I just want you to know that, you know, just in case there's any question at all in your mind. You know what I'm saying? Those are great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all 
darling. All right, Olivia, thanks for joining us here <laughs> on you. the Freaky Friday show on the Animated Program. We'll stay in touch and look forward to hearing from you again soon. All the very best to you, kiddo. Take uh-huh. care. Thank you so much. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, sweetheart. Take care. Bye. That was Aww. Olivia Basket, the, an actor uh, on the East Coast, joining us here on the Andy and Amanda show. Yes. What a beautiful person she is. Um, so yes. so bubbly and, 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 you know, she's got that beautiful energy. I loved hearing about um, what she's filming and, and uh, what's going on with her career. And I've been, I find it so fascinating to hear each person's perspective of how they approach the, the industry and, you know, their own methods um, for the, the roles that they play. And it's just fascinating stuff, Andy. Absolutely fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no question. Really, really is. And, and she, you know, give, given the, you know, you know her, her you know, emerging, you know, uh, budding career, um, it seems like she's been doing, you know, pretty well there, having done some, some movies and, and involved in a couple of projects now. And, and it's great, great to see. Really, really is. And, and, and I'm sure, yeah. you know, you can tell by her energy and uh, uh, her experience that, that she, that she's really mastering her craft, has a lot of talent, a lot of a lot of capability, and we'll keep an eye on her for sure as as, as her career moves ahead. And and uh, hope that she'll be joining us again when things open up there, as we as we said earlier. Uh, yeah, we'll definitely keep an eye on on her. Definitely, absolutely yes. amazing. It's been so much fun having her on the show. You bet. You bet. So, um, you bet. are we uh, digging into those COVID numbers? Are we yeah. Well, I think I think. I think so. Uh, what do you, um, you know, there, first of all, things are, are yes. much, much better than they, than they have been. I want to optimistically and encouraging, you know, I want to, it's been, yeah. you know, we've, we've reported numbers where we're seeing 4,500, you know, people die in a day, you know? Um, yeah. And, um, we went over those numbers horrifically and now we're looking at, uh, Today in the United States, so far as of this time, actually as of uh, 20 minutes ago, <clears throat> we're looking at 1,109 new deaths today. Uh, yeah. And again, it, and that's horrific. It still is horrific. But compared yeah. to twice and more than twice that just a few months ago, then then we're looking we're looking at this thing, hopefully, being tamed. Hopefully. Yeah. In the UK, 236. Uh, deaths today, new cases in the UK, 124,261. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, total, wrong number, wrong column, I'm sorry. Uh, new <laughs> cases is five, yeah, 124,000. <laughs> Things are getting great. They're getting so much better. They're oh getting God, so much you know, better. I didn't even twig, Andy. I didn't even twig when you said that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even like, repeat the number. Uh-huh. Yeah, new cases in the UK today. <laughs> 124,000 of them. Yeah, that's all. I, I apologize. Much, much better. Wow. Much better. Yeah. Where was um, I? New, yeah, new cases in the UK is 5,947, 41,000 cases in the USA. Um, total cases in the USA to date since last March is 29,567,000. And in the UK, it's 4,207,000 uh, total cases. The total deaths in the UK is 124,000. That's what I was reading before. And 534,000 
cases in the USA. About 8% of the population in the United States have been vaccinated. And that uh, uh, I've, I'm included in that 8%. I've got uh, two vaccines behind me, and uh, as does the members of my family. Um, so it's, you know, we're looking at, um, it's funny because I was in, the, in an elevator just a few days ago with the woman who was getting in and uh, we started, you know, we're both wearing masks and uh, we started yeah. talking and uh, about, you know, what things being over and blah, 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 wearing masks. I said, oh, I'm, I've got the vac- vaccines, uh, you know, behind me. She said, I've had two vaccines behind me too. She said, let's take off the mask. Yeah. And we took off our masks and, and that's what it's going to be like when, when, when this more people get vaccinated. Now we have the, now we have the uh, release this week. Immediately after the approval of the Johnson Johnson vaccine, it ended up okay. in people's arms this week. Uh, it's yeah. a one one dose deal, and uh, right. Uh, so that is now um, you know playing a part in the uh, remediation of the coronavirus. Um, and um, President Biden uh, has said that by the end of June there will be 50 million vaccines. 50 million. Wow. 50 million wow. by the end of June. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Wow. How about there? My family, How about there? My family uh, sorry, Donna. My family uh, uh, are still waiting to be vaccinated um, because of uh, health conditions within certain members of the family. Um, we were expecting the vaccinations sooner, but um, so it, it appears slow on that surface, whereas, you know, you, you've heard about the, the government moving into the next stage, you know, the next... Um, I don't know if you want to call it tier or level of uh, emergency uh, for people to have the vaccine, you know, based on health conditions and things like that. So um, my dear mother um, should be vaccinated very soon. She's got to book her appointment. She had a letter through the post um, to say, yeah, you know, book it uh, for these dates. Um, Unfortunately, when she tried to book, they were filled up very, very quickly, but we managed to... Uh, see if we can get one done at a doctor's surgery. Um, so yeah, uh, things are, are looking good on that that front. You know, that hopefully they get vaccinated very soon. I will be one of the last people to be vaccinated here in this mm. country. One because of my age and, and health condition. Um, so um, yeah, I'll be watching everybody else and stood on the sidelines cheering you all on until you know it's my turn. <laughs> yes, yeah, I've got uh, a, a very yeah, uh, a, a good friend of mine uh, um, uh, who's has some health issues uh, uh, is is standing by too, and she's not any any day looking forward to getting vaccinated. And she's same same. I heard the same thing from from this woman just a day or two ago as well. Is that because of different uh, environmental factors in her own life, she's got to hang in there and be one of the last people, you know, if she does it all. I remember you and I talked about a few months ago when they first announced taking the vaccine that, that you and I felt the same way, that I'm not, I'm not jumping in this anytime soon. No way, because we don't know what the yeah. long-lasting effects are going to be or how this is going to yeah. manifest itself into your biology five years from now, you know. Yes. But, yeah. Uh, I know that, 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 that feeling seems to have passed fairly quickly, Andy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, hey, I got two. Uh, and I had zero reaction Whatsoever, my good friend Michael Tierson, who who brought rock and roll radio to Philadelphia on FM, and we're mm. gonna have Michael on the show. Um, he's a very very well known. He's got a, a show that people should tune into. It's called Radio That Doesn't Suck. Look for it on the internet. He's got a great program. Michael Tierson <laughs> is his name. He's 
Uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's a cool program. Radio that doesn't suck. Look, look, look for it on Google. Uh, you'll hear Michael S. Michael Tiersen's show. And uh, I remember, God, you know, just just real quick, I you know grew up to hearing Michael Tiersen on WMMR when I was in high school. And uh, he, he was the first, F- you know, before that, AM radio was, this is hiding, and here's, here's the Beach Boys, Rolling Stone, you know, fast talk, you know, yeah. reverb, blah, blah, blah. And then yeah. FM radio come along and said, next we're going to have Crosby, Stills, and Nash with sweet, Judy, blue eyes, you know, more like, <laughs> you know. <Yeah. laughs> now here's, here's a song by Paul Revere and the Raiders, you know. It, it, um, but anyway, so Michael Tiersen um, was, I think, the pioneer, really, one of the first, if not the first, him and a guy named Ed Shockey, I remember, in Philadelphia radio that really pioneered what is now, you know, FM radio uh, in terms of contemporary music. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I grew up listening to him in high school. Then mm. a girlfriend and I, you know, listening to Michael Tiersen all the time. Uh, fast forward, I become a musician, and one day Michael Tiersen is introducing me on a big stage. Yeah. You know, and I was like, I thought I, that was the end. I quit, you know, because this guy is an icon, you know. And then we <laughs> yeah. became good friends, and he's a good friend now, and it's, uh, he's a great guy, and, uh, and he's got a program that's called Radio That Doesn't Suck, and I want everybody to tune into that show. Uh, he's getting his second vaccination today, and then I told uh, we're going to see how he does, and then we're going to bring him on the show next week to talk about radio and the history of, of rock and roll radio in Philadelphia and, and uh um, he's a great guy, a great converse, he's a great conversation, and Michael's going to be joining us. I'm not sure what day yet. We're going to orchestrate that, but probably either a week from today, maybe, uh, we'll get Michael Tiersen on this show. Um, it's going to be great. Look, look forward to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, how's what do you, where you are? What's, what's the popular stations where you are? Uh, well, you know, BBC... Um, is one of the biggest radio stations here. So many people tune in because they've got various um, types of radio stations, BBC, covering everything from just talking to, um, you know, and they've got sport and, and all the mainstream music um, with Radio 1. And then you've got all the um, the other bigger, uh, not bigger than BBC, but bigger stations than your average, you know, um, smaller ones. Um like Heart and I try. I've, you know, it's been so long since I've actually listened to a radio station because I've I've been without a car for quite a while now. I've mm. literally walked everywhere. So when I was in the car, I always used to listen to the radio or sometimes mm-hmm. just you know look yeah, at sure. my MP3s or whatever and you know mm-hmm. listen away. But um, it's been such a long time since I listened to the radio. I used to listen to Heart or you know real local local based radio stations to support them. Um, Oh, but it was mainly BBC because they did, you know, with Radio 1, they did all their um, mainstream music and they had great interviews and live sessions. And um, so, you know, it was, it's always a good radio station. So hats off to them for, for what they achieve with everything that they do. Um, but, yeah, I, you know, I can't really think of more off the top of my head right now, Andy. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. Uh, I listen to classical music here on the radio most of the time, or jazz. We have KUSC yeah. here. It's a classical, and I forget what K-Jazz, I think it is. It's a jazz station. You have a great blues show Saturday and Sunday here in L.A., folks. Oh, um, love it. And I, love, I, I enjoy listening to classical music. I really do. I'm, and, Me you know, too. I to, wow, God, Amanda, we have so much in common. I know. Who would have thought? Amazing. <laughs> and we've never met. Just think. Just think. I know. Um, I know. <laughs> But we should think about wrapping this week, whole week up, 
of the Andy yeah. and Amanda show. It's been a wonderful conversation. It's been wonderful having Olivia Basket on. We'll see everybody next week on Monday for another surprise and another great week. We'll maybe we'll reach out again and talk to former President Richard Nixon. But Amanda, why don't you take us home, folks? Thanks so much for joining the Andy and Amanda show and let Amanda do her thing. Oh, thank you. Okay, so from Andy Kimball in Hollywood, myself, Amanda Love in the UK, and thank you again to our beautiful guest, Olivia Basket, for joining us. I hope you enjoyed the show. Stay safe, keep smiling, and uh, have a wonderful weekend. And we hope you join us on Monday for the next show. We'll see everybody. Take care. And thanks again to Cornell Butler. Have a good weekend, folks. Absolutely.